This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the strangely wet and cold voice of your local announcer, Tom Fitzmorris. And here we are with another edition of The Food Show. The idea of The Food Show is very simple. First, I'm very simple. Uh, yeah, I mean, simply yours. Anyway, uh, we, we talk about food, and we'll talk about food, any kind of food, any kind of drink, any kind of thing you either enjoy or you hate it, anywhere in, in between. All of that is more than welcome uh, as a comment from you on our show. Uh, and we also uh, are here talking about uh, restaurants, cooking at home, doing uh, your own recipes. I mean, if it's about eating in any imaginable way, Call us up and tell us your take on it. And uh, as we get into the program a little bit more than we are now, just uh, having started out, I will uh, present with you an idea. I'll, I'll give it to you right now, uh, and you use it whenever you want to. Call me. The end, period, that's it. Call me. Our telephone number is 260-6368. You will not need to have a comment to make or uh, a thought that came to your mind about some restaurant or other. You don't have to have a question. You don't have to have anything. All you need to do is call me. I'll pick up the phone. I'll ascertain as to your name. Actually, we'll check that before we even get started just to you know streamline things a little bit nicer, too. And uh, once we have done that, uh, I'm going to pick up my end of the conversation. I'm sure you can do yourself, you, your, your own yourself. And here's kind of what I'm after. Uh, you, if you were to just, you know, go out somewhere, uh, let's pick something at random, uh, clothing store. You're at the clothing store. You need to buy a few shirts. And uh, you're in there, and walking in from across the room is uh, a former girlfriend, we're just, you know, I'm just picking fantasy things here. Uh, and you you start talking to her, and, and, you know, you haven't seen each other in a long, long time. And uh, it, it only goes on a couple of minutes. But in those couple of minutes, you don't need a script. You don't need uh, things written down as to what you're going to say when or anything like that. You might do that on a, a, on a date of old, but not, uh, not any time lately. So uh, what we're asking you for is to just, you know, start a conversation or be there, and I'll, I'll start something. And I'll bet you—by oh, the way, I'm not going to be your date. Uh, but um, we uh, would love to just get a conversation like that started. And again, I tell you, it can be about anything having to do with the food scene around town at all. And uh, we, th by doing this, uh, I, I, I don't quite understand how this is— but it, I'm very happy of it. We have a shortage of callers here. 
We have a lot of people listening to the show. I, I, I have all kinds of statistics that show that we have as many listeners as we've ever had on this program in 30 years of doing it. But uh, what we don't have enough of is callers, and that's unfortunate because callers are very essential to our program. Uh, they give this feeling of uh, conversation and friendship and uh, shooting the breeze and all of that. And we never get quite enough of that, uh, and there's no upper limit on it either. So this is what I'm asking you for. Just call the radio station's number. It's 260-6368. Here's a short way of of listening to it uh, or or remembering it anyway. 260-MENU, 260-MENU. That'll bring you to the same phone. And having done that, we just get going. And what have you had lately? Last night? Uh, let's see. Last night, I, I had a, my big meal of the day was at, at lunchtime, so I didn't have any supper at all. I, if, I very rarely eat lunch, but when I do, I, uh, it opens me up for dinner. Uh, this is how I managed to lose 80 pounds some years ago, about three, four years ago. Took me, took me about that long. Uh, uh, a little bit of uh, breakfast, no lunch at all, hardly ever. And then for dinner, I, I dine like a restaurant critic would dine, and that's how I do it. And uh, after you, you shuffle all that together, something might enter your mind, and we'll just get rolling on it. And that's all I'm asking you to do. But I really, really, I don't know what I can do to, I certainly can't force you to do it or anything like that. You know, what do I have to, to force you with? Uh, but I would very, very, very much like it if you were to call us every now and then, you know, not every day, not every month even, but whenever it crosses your mind and you don't have anything better to do, like don't do it while driving. Don't call me while you're driving. It's, that's dangerous. Secondly, if you're with your kids, play with your kids. Your kids never get enough of, of being played with, and it's what makes them wonderful, and you wonderful too. And uh, so, but if, if everything else is clear, make the call. You'll uh, exit the phone call laughing. You will, will remember the day that you called our program, and you'll, you'll, you'll remember it for a long time. And uh, there's nothing about it at all that is even a little bit off, off uh, kilter. So uh, that's, that's all I'm asking you for. Uh, I really, 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 I can't tell you how eager I am to get you to call us. 260-6368. All right, I'm going to stop for a while because it's irritating to everybody involved. But remember, you don't, need a, you don't need a question. You don't need a comment. You can if you want to. If you have a question and you want to, yeah, go right ahead. Anything is fine with me. 260-6368. Let's see what happens on our program today. Uh... We are going to be visited uh, by uh, Chef Andrea a little bit later, a little bit later on, and one other thing. Yeah, yesterday. Oh no, this wasn't yesterday. This was a few days ago. I went to uh, that restaurant that everybody has been talking about a lot. Uh, it's in Metairie, on um, more or less on Clearview Parkway at West Metairie, and the name <coughs> of the of the restaurant is Nephews. And it's a spinoff of the old Tony Angelo's, which no longer exists anyway. And uh, 
we went there, my, my daughter and I, and it was really good, much, much better than we were expecting. And I was expecting it to be pretty good. All right, we'll get to that later. But uh, here already is Stephen. Hello there. Welcome to the food show. Hey, I went to Fiorella's today, the original Fiorella's on Franklin. On Franklin Street. Is that the original? Well, they call it the original. I think it's the same family, and they sold out the one in the quarter. And yeah, they, 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 had, they had one uh, more or less in the French market for a long, long time, yeah. about as far back as I can remember. Yeah. And uh, so this is the third time. And the first time I went, you know, and, and got their information. And the second time I went and got the meatloaf special. But I got chicken the first time. And then they gave me a magnetic calendar so i put it on my refrigerator so i live just outside the quarter oh yeah so you're riding I, high I, too huh with a yeah, with a with a, yeah. a magnetic uh with a magnetic uh, calendar that's uh, yeah that's something anyway it's on the refrigerator so i called them and put my chicken order and you know 12 minutes later i was walking through their door um and of course it you know they tell you when you order in line that It'll be 25 minutes before your chicken comes out. Good for them. So anyway, I walked in the door 12 minutes later, and they had a salad sitting on the table waiting for me. And a good, a good salad, even though it was iceberg lettuce. It was, you could tell it had been pan broken up, not chopped or, or uh, whatever. Yeah, I hate that. And. It was it was good, and uh, a few minutes later, out comes the chicken, too hot for me to eat. Uh, French fries were too hot to eat, so I waited a minute or two, drank some iced tea, and then I ate the French fries all, and still the chicken was too hot to eat after mm. I ate this big handful of fresh French. I mean, it's, they weren't made. They were the thick-cut French fries. Yeah. Uh, but that's what I like. I like the thick-cut French fries. Hey, they, there was a, a time when they called those uh, steak fries. I, re, I remember they were well. They, they really... weren't quite as large as steak fries. Steak fries are probably twice as large as as uh, these what I call thick-cut French fries. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was good, and it was you know, and I, the first time I was there, I also had their chicken skins. Chicken skins? Yeah, where they they took chicken skins and fried them up. Oh, and, um, now there's an idea. Uh, what do they call what? pig skins? That yeah. Um, uh, anyway, they call them the same. Cracklins. Yeah, they call yeah. them. They call them chicken cracklins. That's a good. And, that's a great idea. And, and you liked yeah. it? Uh, yeah, they were really good. And a huge plate of cracklins for like three ninety five or something, mm. and it was a whole plate full of them. I mean, uh, more than I could ever eat. Were they easy to eat? Because pork cracklins to me uh, defeat my my teeth. Yeah. They're, no, they were easy, and you know there there were there were parts where there was fat on it, and uh, they were a little thicker, and then there were also parts that were very thin. Hmm. Uh, well, so they were they were enough. good. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm so now I know to call the order in, and uh, you know they're long enough to get your iced tea and your 
and uh, and a salad down you before they deliver the chicken. And it's so piping hot, you can't yeah. eat it. But, you know, nothing wrong with drinking iced tea for a minute or two. And, yeah, yeah. You know, I, let it I, cool I, I, down. I wonder where that expression, you know, piping hot, what is that? Uh, what kind of pipe are we talking about? Well, maybe it's out of like a stew or a chili where it's, it's uh, just really hot when it comes out of the out of the pot. Mm. I've just been informed that we've already covered this uh, this issue uh, to uh, to a uh, <laughs> till it was piping hot or yeah yeah okay yeah well I started okay. it so nothing to be that's right don't uh, blame yeah. me oh I certainly <laughs> wouldn't blame you well all right well thank you for the report the the okay. restaurant you called about was um, oh the original uh, Fiorellas. Fiorellas. And and uh, that one, the, the one that is that they're saying is their best one, is on Franklin Avenue, pretty much across the street from uh, uh, the orphanage. No, the that's right, the orphanage. But I was really thinking about the uh, uh, the, the street name, which is it's named for a president. Let's see, it's not Madison. It wasn't. Uh, it was an early one. Uh, I think it's fifty eight hundred. Franklin. Franklin. Well, that's it. Franklin, of course. Duh. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, all right. Thank you for the report. Nice okay. to hear from you. See you. Bye. It's the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. <laughs> and joining us over here on the green phone is Billy. Billy, welcome to the Food Show. Thank you for calling. Uh, my uncle's name was Billy, and he's the guy who introduced me to the roast beef poor boy. And for that, I'm eternally grateful. Billy, you there? Hey, Billy, didn't he just call? I mean, just called. Billy, can you hear me? Say something. Uh, joining us over here on the green phone once again is Billy. Billy, you there? Yes, I am. I'm glad you're there. Uh, thank you for hey. calling. Yes. I appreciate it. Listen, I got a question for you. Me and the wife went out to dinner over the weekend. Yeah. It was a Mexican restaurant. I can't pronounce the name right, so I'm not going to say it, but it's a good little Mexican restaurant mm -hmm. in West Wego. Now, what was I the name? You don't remember the name? You don't remember the name of it? I can't, I can't pronounce it. It's on Louisiana Avenue in West Wego. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. But here's my question to you: I had shrimp in my dinner. What I got? Yeah. Is there any way that the state can pass a law that in the state of Louisiana you have to buy Louisiana seafood first uh, before you put uh, before you put any other foreign seafood on 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 your menu, I'm I'm right with you, and I totally agree with you that that uh, that bringing in shrimp from any other part of the world into the New Orleans area is is like uh, boy. <laughs> if I thought about this a second, I could come up with a good comparison. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. Uh, why anybody would buy out of town shrimp, I have no idea. However. That's an unconstitutional law. There's no way that could ever get passed. Because you know, with so, the, you know, you watch the specials on on with Lee Zurich and all that about the seafood crisis, where overseas they get to uh, give their seafood and all that. You know, yeah, they, they 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 give it an extra break. The cover, the governments of other other places. And I'm not just saying, you know, I'm not saying that well, they should all just go straight to hell or anything like that. What I'm saying is, if you're smart at all and you like shrimp, make sure you eat Louisiana shrimp because it is the standard of the world. Can I tell you a quick little story? About, Come on. About three or four years ago, 
We were on one of our Eat Club cruises with about 50 people, and uh, one of the places we went to was uh, in uh, in Spain. We went to um, starts with a B. I'm drawing a blank on it. Barcelona, Bar- Barcelona, as they say it over there, Barcelona, and uh, they had you know it had to be. 10 or 15 different kinds of shrimp on display in their market. They had these open-air markets over there like crazy. And I was looking at them, all of them, and, and they were, you know, really strange. They had some that were really huge. They had some that were really small. And they had some that looked like an animal out of a, a horror movie. And some of them <laughs> just looked like normal. Well, anyway, I'm, I'm poking around, and I'm talking to the guy who ran the thing. And I, I said, well, what's, where's this from? He says, well, that comes from way over on the Israel side of the Mediterranean. And what about this one? Well, these come on the African coast. And, and, and he would even tell me what they're best for, you know, why you would use this instead of that one. And then I, 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 there was this one pile that really looked delicious. So I said, these look great. Where are they from? He said, they're from Louisiana. I say, Louisiana, as in in the United States, and he said yes, they they bring them in from Louisiana to Barcelona. That told me something. It must be good for something like that to to happen. But it is good. We should all know that that you don't get better than local shrimp. You really don't. Yeah, well, I was just wondering if that that could happen, because that would help out the local fishermen, too, you know what I'm saying? It sure would. You know what I'm saying? All right. (laughs) I'm sorry. You you gave me an opening there, so see you later. Thank you. Thank you very (laughs) much for the call. Uh, Yeah, I really appreciate it. See you. It's the Food Show. Uh, Our telephone number is 260-6368-260. Menu is another way you can get through. We'd love to talk with you about eating, about cooking, about restaurants and such. Let's see. What do I, in, in the newsletter today, you know what? I'm, I'm going to hang on to that for a little bit later. Uh, I just completely by coincidence, somehow or another, some, some sort of a program has worked its way onto my computer. Not in any evil way. You don't have to worry about uh, writing to me. I I've almost never had a problem with viruses or anything. Knock on wood. But anyway, I was uh, I was digging around, and there was this one feature that pops up, and it tells you the the names of everybody who's having a birthday today. Most of whom I have no idea who they are or why I should be interested in them. Uh, but okay, all right. Anyway, going through that list as I was punching them all off one at a time. Turns out that there were three people, all of whom are famous or ought to be famous, in the local food environment. And uh, I'll tell you who they are. All three of these people, I know them very well, except one is no longer with us. Joe Kahn, you might remember he had a big festival. He passed away uh, about three months ago now, maybe a little more than that. He was the commissioner alleged, you know, this is just something he made up, I'm pretty sure. Uh, the uh, uh, commissioner of tail, backgate, no, tailgating, that's what it is. And uh, a real character, uh, funny, uh, and with millions of great ideas about 
everything you can imagine and a real feeling for Louisiana and our food and everything else we do. This guy was uh, just a delight. You, you, if you hung out with him, you'd be laughing all the time. Anyway, he, again, I tell you, he, he passed away a few months ago, and, and that is that. But we will never forget him, uh, Joe Kahn. So he was one of them. Today is his birthday. Uh, the second one is a lady who has so many different facets to her life that I don't know where to begin, but Marcel Bienvenu. What a great name that is, isn't it? She's Cajun all the way, and uh, her her father uh, ran a, the local newspaper uh, in, uh, in Cajun country. And I'm trying to remember what the name of the newspaper was. Anyway... Uh, she worked on the newspaper for a while, too, and she became uh, adept at that kind of thing. And uh, I first met her when she was running the special programs at the University of New Orleans, where I was a student for a long time. And uh, she and I used to just shoot the breeze with one another because I was already writing my column, and she was really into food. And and she... Um, what uh, was just just uh, great. Another one who was very funny all the time, had lots of ideas to think about anything. To tell you the truth, I'll be honest about this, I had a crush on her, but, uh, but that wasn't going to go anywhere. Uh, she was a little too high class for me. But anyway, uh, she uh, wrote a book for Time Life. This was when she was pretty young, but she wrote a, a, a major cookbook for Time Life, and it started out as being about Southern cooking, but she said, no, no, Southern cooking is one thing, but Louisiana Cajun and Creole cooking is a totally different thing. And that's how she wrote the book, and it was a huge success. And it's hard to find. It's still floating around out there, but it's not, you know, in bookstores or anything. You'd probably get it from Amazon or something like that. So um, anyway, uh, over the years, she and I... Uh, always ran into each other's paths. Uh, the, the most notable was Dick Brennan Sr., who was one of the owners of Commander's Palace. He uh, invited her and me to have dinner with him on the last Thursday, Tuesday, last Tuesday of every month, and that went on for 10 years. He wasn't, I don't think he was trying to make a match there, um, but uh, the three of us, everybody was a foodie there, everybody at the table. And we had so much fun doing that. I really wish I'd kept a diary of it because uh, she was fantastic. And just to add one more thing to her uh, credentials, she pretty much runs the whole uh, culinary uh, program over at Nickel State College. And uh, also, she wrote... Most of Emerald's cookbooks, that's very common. Uh, chefs don't have time to write most of the time anyway. Some of them do, but uh, not too often. And uh, also, she was, she was an author, and she knew what she was doing. So uh, he got much better cookbooks out of her than maybe he would have gotten on his own. Uh, not to say that Emerald isn't a pretty sharp guy, because he definitely is. Anyhow, uh, so there's another one. Marcel Bienvenu, today is her birthday. Happy birthday, Marcel. I have uh, like five or six other things to say about her, but I'm going to put that on hold because over here on the green phone, it is Sal waiting to uh, 
get in and talk to us. And, Sal, thank you very much for calling. Oh, you're very welcome, and thank you for taking my call. And Happy New Year. Happy Mardi Gras. And, uh, <laughs> and, and a cartridge in a pear tree. What? Absolutely. Yeah. Why mm-hmm. not? What's wrong with partridges? I don't know. Why not? You know, make make some cobbler with it. They seem pretty colorful during Who? the Mardi Gras season. Who? Peacocks. 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 Yeah, why not? You know, there used to be a restaurant that was famous for its peacocks. I think that was uh, Let's see if Elmwood you know. Plantation, huh? What'd you say? I think Elmwood Plantation. You're had very a bunch close. Of You're very close. Uh, walking around the grounds, didn't they? Nope. 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 Well, if they it? did, it wasn't as notable as the one that I'm thinking of here. Ah. It was on the West Bank near Avondale, and it was uh, Chapatulas Plantation was the name oh, of it. And they okay. had they had this herd of uh, uh, of uh, flock is how how, many, how they come in of uh, what are they called again? Uh, peacocks. peacocks. Peacocks just wandering around. And you could even eat outdoors, and they would come over to your table, and you could flick them some, uh, some bread, little hunks and stuff. Uh, do you know, you know peacocks are only male. You know what the females are, right? <laughs> do I want to know? Is no, this, no, is this okay serious. for putting it on serious. the radio? Absolutely, absolutely. No, it's, I, know, it's, it's I know the answer to that, peahens. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. Okay, the reason I called, two yeah. things. I wanted mm-hmm. to chime in on the uh, gentleman who called from uh, West Thor had gone to West Wego to eat Mexican food. Yeah. And Do you know this while, place? No, 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 no. I just wanted to contribute or try to contribute to his issue of uh, outlawing foreign seafood. And, and I just wanted to make a suggestion that while it may be unconstitutional to make a law not allowing it, why can't we lobby? And I know this isn't a political show, but we could possibly get it to where restaurants are required to post on their menu where it's from or if it's from uh, some other source than Louisiana. I'm I'm all for that. And the you know, the Louisiana I wouldn't order it. The Louisiana order Fish it. and Fish Seafood mar- Marketing Wait a minute, let me see if I can get this whole thing together. Uh the Louisiana um uh, it, 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 it's it's slipped out of me, but anyway, the, it's the Louisiana it's, Fish and Shrimp uh, yeah, Association. Yeah, seafood. Or uh, like yeah, seafood. Uh, Commercial seafood. Yes, yeah, something like that. Something like that. Anyway, yeah. uh, they they are very very active, and they're always making more out of uh, what our resources are. So that's that's actually going on pretty well. They, those yeah. guys are very and aggressive you know, this about is, it. This is the thing: the more they sell of it. The less expensive it's going to be. While they may say, "Well, we can't yeah. afford to put Louisiana seafood on the menu because it's too expensive." It's not that the much of a difference, quantity, though. That's the, the crazy thing. The quantity you buy, yeah, the better the price is going to be. Because if, if the guy can, I mean, you you see on the side of the road, yeah, you buy five pounds, you get it for this price. You buy yeah. ten oh, yeah. or more, you get it for that price. They all they'll love to sell you yeah. more what they what they catch. So um, there was another thing I wanted to mention, and I completely forgot. Oh, I know that feeling. Um, oh, man, I'll tell you what. There's three oh, things that happen you when you get over the age of 50, Tom. You know what Tell me are, about huh? it. I know. <laughs> the first thing, the uh, yeah, first let's thing hear it. <laughs> is, is you lose your memory, and the other yeah. two I forget. <laughs> That's, I'm going to steal that because <laughs> I have many, many occasions on which to use it. 
And if I was ever going to uh, hold you to uh, plagiarism, I'd probably forgotten that I told you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, no, I'm, I'm a big believer in giving credit where credit is due. I don't steal anything from anybody. It's, that's yours. You got it. There you go. All well, right. listen, I have a question. Uh, Ask Cafe me. Lynn. Yes. We're going there uh, tomorrow night. You'll love it. What do you, what do you recommend? I'm telling I you. I see that they have a lot of really good meats on the menu. They have meats. They have seafood. All, all of my meats while before Lent starts. So there, I saw quail and duck and fe- uh, not pheasant, uh, uh, lamb and veal and just yeah. great stuff on the that, menu. What do that, they do best? That is, that's an impossible question for me to answer because... Uh, my experience with that place is that I've never had anything I wouldn't eagerly have again. They are the most underrated restaurant in the maybe the entire metropolitan area. It, the place doesn't look like much from the outside. It doesn't look no, it awful, doesn't. but we all, it's not we fancy. Chose one of the most uh, uh, one of the more aesthetically pleasing restaurants on the North Shore that's closer to the old Mandeville side with a yeah. view of the lake, but. When we looked at the menu, we went, let's just go there. Now, is it yeah. – another question, is it loud? No, it isn't. It's uh, it's a very comfortable restaurant. Uh, they have a, a very strong regular clientele, and so, you know, they okay. they keep up to speed. The guy who owns it was the executive chef uh, at – La Provence for years oh, and years before okay. he went out on his own, and uh, he is—he's very, open? very good. La Provence, is no, La Provence it's it's open? gone, it's gone, 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 pecan. Yeah, gone like in the building is gone, or just no, the no, no, no. It, the building is still there, but uh, that's a very unlikely location for a restaurant to begin with, yeah. especially a, a five-star level restaurant, which is what they always were. I, but uh, there was a guy who came in from Texas who bought it. John Besh was trying to unload it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was of the opinion that it couldn't possibly make a profit. Uh, and uh, I don't know. Maybe it's true. Maybe it isn't. But uh, he, mm-hmm. uh, it it went broke, and the the new guy he went broke with it. Well, I don't know if he went broke, but he. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> but they. Uh, but he uh, found that he couldn't make a living with it, so they they spun it off. Okay, you, you have time for one more question? Yeah, sure. Why not? I went through your list on nomenu.com, yeah. and I was trying to find all of your five uh, restaurants, yeah. and I found seven. Yeah. And I heard on the radio a few weeks ago that there were eight. What are yeah. they? Uh, you know, if I carried that around in my brain... I would. I have Yeah, I, I know. I can know probably. I'll tell you what. I, I'll make you this promise between now and the end of the show. I uh-huh. I will. Huh. Go ahead. Uh, I and I will. Uh, I will put it out there some kind of way. If uh, at the end of the show, I'll I'll give it out. And if I if you're that's inconvenient for you, I will put it in the newsletter tomorrow. How's that? Sounds great, but Thank I, I you have so much. I have to think through this all the time. I'm I'm always making changes when they're ready to go. You know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Well, all right. Thanks a lot for Thank everything. you very Take much care. for calling. Bye bye. Thank Be you. Welcome. See ya. It's the food show. Yeah. Now uh, I've saddled myself with the need to produce a list of the eight five star. Well, I use fleurs de lis. You can call them stars if you want. 
Uh, but I, I mentioned this on the air a few days ago, and it, I hadn't counted it up lately, but I said it was, there were eight restaurants that have a top rating from me uh, on my, in my reviews. And I just, uh, during that break, I, uh, I came up with, let's see, one, two, three, four, five out of the eight. And uh, by the end of the show, I, I should have this uh, figured out. Two six zero six three six eight. Which, you know, as long as I'm asking, uh, would you uh, have any thoughts about that? What restaurant in, in the local area ought to be considered as having the top rating, whatever that may be? Everybody's got a different system of it. The way I do it is with uh, zero to five of, of uh, anything. You know, that's it. Zero to five. Zero is completely unacceptable. Uh, one is uh, tolerable. Two is uh, uh, good. Oh, well, let's see. What's the, what's the exact words to this? A I, 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 long time ago, I sat down and figured all this out, but I haven't looked at it lately. So the uh, the next one is acceptable but not recommended. And three is recommended, fully recommended. Then four is not only recommended, but this is sign of a really excellent restaurant. And number eight is five. I'm up to five. Oh, five stars, I mean. But five is the, uh, are the best restaurants in the area. So, so it, it's comparative at that point. Uh, so I've got five of them already. So uh, by the end of the show, I should have this done. If if you didn't hear, well, let me tell you what I have so far. Commander's Palace, Emeralds, Revolution, the Pelican Club, Le Petit Grocery. Okay, there are some more. I'm not finished with this yet. So I said, hey, you forgot to. Well, no, I didn't forget. I just haven't gotten to it yet. But uh, if you have a thought about what restaurant deserves to be among considered among the best restaurants in the entire metropolitan area. Call me and share that with me if you want to, or if you have anything else on your mind, you're always welcome. And in fact, I uh, would very much like for you to just call us without having any push in any direction at all. Uh, you don't have to have a, a question. You don't have to have a comment. All you have to do is call me. Call me right now, 260 we're going to have a conversation, just you and me. I have no idea where it's going to go. If you want to start the direction of the conversation, you are welcome to do that. Uh, if you just want to have a few straw, a few uh, offbeat kind of thoughts about it, that's fine. To, uh, in fact, it's, it's kind of the sort of conversation you'd have with a friend that you bump into every now and then and you just shoot the breeze for a while. Uh, you are welcome to do that. In fact, I strongly uh invite you to uh, just call us on the air. That's all there is to it. You don't have to put put a lot of thought into it, because uh, Lord knows I don't. Yeah, I do, actually, but uh, <clears throat> that's another story. 260-6368 is our telephone number. Here's a number that's just easier to remember. It's the same number. It rings the same phone. 260-MENU, M-E-N-U, and we just hope that on your phone... It gives you the right numbers for the letters. <laughs> and uh, you're probably thinking, or maybe you're not at all, but 
is there such a thing as a phone that that isn't like that? And my answer is, I I have one. That all the all the letters are wrong, so you can't you can't really dial off of it. Two six zero six three six eight is our telephone number. This is the food show. Love to hear from you right now. How about that, huh? Just right now. Don't give it a moment's more thought. Uh, if you're driving, then don't do it right now. And if you're playing with your kids, play with your kids instead of doing what I'm asking you to do. Uh, and uh, other than that, if you are, uh, if you have enough free time, a few seconds, you don't need that much. It doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be in any particular direction. Just call me, make the phone ring, and be open to a conversation. I'd, I'm not going to direct it myself. I'm going to let it direct itself, just like anything you would with a friend. Because I, I, I want to be your friend. You want to be your friend? <laughs> oh, okay, I'll stop. We will return. Wait. No, we just got back, didn't we? This meeting is speaking of shooting the breeze. Yeah. Uh, today, according to um, what you wrote today in your newsletter, is yeah. National Pistachio Day. And my, oh, it is. Don't my, you love pistachios? My thumbs are in pain <clears throat> already. Oh? Why? Oh, to, to get the shellum. There you go. Yeah. Uh, here, um, uh, odd little uh, information bits about uh, pistachios. The green part of uh, the ice cream you get at uh, Angelo Bricado's, the spumoni, that's mm-hmm. that's supposed to be anyway. <laughs> it's supposed to be uh, that nut. But that's okay. nuts, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that's not the only thing to celebrate today. Oh, no, oh, what else? No no no, 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 no. It's National Tell a Fairy Tale Story today. Oh, okay. All day today, as a matter of fact. It yeah. is also National Spay Day. Not to spay? Yes, yeah, Spay Day, not to be confused with National Neuter Day. Oh, well, I was about to ask. So what is Spay Day? Spay Day is when you take your animal in to be spayed. Oh, well, that's what I thought you were referring to. It is. Oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> no wonder I was confused. <laughs> I, I know. It's a very confusing subject to, to a lot of people. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm, I'm happy to say that all of my three pets are spayed. Or, or uh, what's the other one? Neutered. Neutered, right. Two cats came from, uh, came from they, they were distressed cats. What do they call that again? Distressed. They were. They were. They were, wild, they were lonely. Lonely, and they. Yeah, I guess. And uh, and one dog that well, we took over from our next door neighbor who couldn't handle him. Yeah, well, you know, I've gotten most of my pets that I've had from the pound. And that's uh, the way been, to get it. You mean me as well? Very happy, happy to do it too. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, let, let us. I don't know. Do we have a National Pound Day? I haven't uh, had pollen. Pound. Oh, pound. Pound. Pound, like in, in 16 ounces. Yeah. Or a little more than a dollar. Hmm. Uh, the point of this eludes me. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm just I'm, I'm asking a question here. I don't oh, have the I, answer I, to I don't, it. I don't either. Okay. <laughs> so. You know, I got to, you know, I'm looking for something to celebrate. Today. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, there, there, there are all kinds of things. There were those three people I mentioned, and I didn't get to the third one. Maybe Who was the is, third one? The third one uh, was, if I can only remember, and of course, you know, I can't, 
uh, I'm, I'm going to just move my way. Uh, Chef Dennis Hutley, that's who. Chef Dennis Hutley, the first place I ran into him was as the executive sous chef or something like that, the chef de cuisine, which is kind of like second in command after the, uh, the executive chef. And the executive chef was Gunter Preuss, and the restaurant was the Versailles restaurant on St. Charles Avenue at the corner of Jackson. And this was on the ground floor. It was very European because uh, Chef Gunter himself was, you know, very, as, conven- as, uh, as European as you could possibly imagine. He was German, to be exact. Anyway, this was a terrific restaurant for a very long time. And then uh, Chef Gunter bought Broussards, and he brought all of his attention over to that, and they closed the Versailles. But in the meantime, Chef uh, Dennis Hutley who had been the, you know, the second in command over at uh, the Versailles, he decided to open up his own restaurant. It was uh, a place called Le Parvenu, which means the newcomer. It was in Kenner, which was its worst problem. But his food was always great. And he's still out there somewhere. He was Last time I, I heard, he was at the country club in Kenner. He was the chef over there, but I don't think he's doing that now. I think he has moved on to something other than that. But today is his birthday, and so we salute him, Chef Dennis Hutley, a really great guy. Uh, in the men's room, he had a container of uh, golf tees, and he had uh, a prescription nailed to the wall that indicated that his doctor required him to play golf twice a week. That was the prescription. That's a pretty good one to get. I wonder what would happen if we would go to the boss here and say, hey, our doctor prescribed that, uh, you know, I have to uh, go to New York every week, you know, something like that. Uh, We're up to news time. We'll come back with more of the food show, and I hope you do too. I'll tell you about there's another person whose birthday it is today, Marcel Bienvenu. I already told you a little bit about it, but I have some some more stuff, including some actual pictures of the richest dish you've ever seen in your life. And it was sure good. It still is, too. She'll make it for you if you uh, land in a place where she's cooking. Stay tuned. More of the food show coming. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.